Hey, y'all. Hey, it's your girl, V, and I am so excited to be back here on this platform sharing with you. You are wanted, you are worthy, and you are so much more than your past. Thank you again for coming back to share space with me. I am here to remind you that you are so much more than your past. You yourself have your own comeback life, and there is life after incarceration. Hey y'all. Hey, how are you guys? I hope that you are having just the absolute best week. I seriously cannot believe that like we're already at Friday. Like every week I'm like, how are we already at Friday? It it just, it's mind boggling me. Much less already halfway through June. Like what is going on? Let me, whew, let me get it together. Um, So y'all, we had this crazy storm last night and I lost power at like 9.30 at night and I I lose power occasionally, but it's no longer than like 45 seconds to two minutes and it comes back on. Well, I was like, okay, I kept waiting, I kept waiting. I did not get power until well until the morning. Um, And I was just like, what in the world? So I was so grateful that my dad had given me this high power flashlight. I had candles and all that stuff, but it was so crazy. Cause like as an adult, I have not had to go through that. And I was like, Ooh, I wonder what hurricane season's going to be like. <laughs> so anywho, I hope that you're having a great, 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 super great week. I have had some unexpected this week. However, they've all worked out to my favor. So I am so super grateful. And this week, I just really wanted to talk about why I chose to go the entrepreneur route. Like I know the name of this podcast is incarceration to entrepreneurship, but I've never really talked about why and like what's driven me to do that. So I kind of want to take it all the way back to my childhood. I just always knew that I was going to be somebody of of importance, somebody famous. I just always knew and I don't even know how but I was just like dude like I'm really gonna be somebody someday like everyone's gonna know who I am I'm gonna be a household name and I think people were just like okay girl like if you say so so I didn't even know what making my own money meant but I can remember as a kid I was like I'm gonna make my own money like that's gonna be something I do my mom had to work overnights a lot at the hospital because they just pay more on graveyard shifts. And so I can remember my mom having to work overnight. I can remember my mom not being able to attend things at my school, sporting events and things like that because she had to work. And as a child, I was just like, no, something's not right with that picture and I don't like it. So Fast forward, I got incarcerated. And before I was incarcerated, I had two jobs. I worked at the Family Dollar. And I also worked at Burger King. I worked at the Family Dollar for literally, guys, I think like six weeks. And then I worked at Burger King for about three months. And then um, I was incarcerated. So while I was incarcerated, I did a vocational called BIM, and that's Business Image Multimedia. They teach you Microsoft. They teach you PowerPoint. They teach you Excel. They teach you some things like in Photoshop. However, you're unable to get certified while you're still incarcerated. So depending on when you take this course and depending on when you're coming home, 
I mean, you could remember everything and certify just fine, but you might not. Then you also have to think about, you know, these certification tests for Microsoft and Word and all these things. They cost money, too. That might not be the first priority on your list. I also went to college and I took a course in college um, to be a receptionist. And when I came home, I just really found that there wasn't very many receptionist jobs available because technology had just taken over so many things and computers and um it just the demand was not there like it was in the 90s and early 2000s and then I read a lot while I was incarcerated and I read a lot about entrepreneurship oddly enough books that I continued to come across were you know, somebody who had a rough beginning or a rough life or made bad choices. And then they decided that they were going to go after something and do something. And they made a name for themselves. And I was like, yes, like, I'm going to do that. Like, I, (laughs) let me just be super honest with you guys. You know, when in the state of Texas, you do not get paid while you're incarcerated to work. I know some states do, some states don't. State of Texas, you don't. And I was just like, oh, I, the, the work that I did, I want to word this correctly because this is not a pity me and I'm not um, bitter or ungrateful for the work that I did. But the work that I did for the state of Texas, I was just like, I will never, you can't pay me enough to work like this for anybody unless it's my own last name. And so coming home, I had to get a job though. Like, I didn't have enough skill. I didn't know what to do to be able to start my own business. I didn't have my own vehicle, resources of that sort of nature. So when I did come home, I applied to everywhere, any position, it didn't matter. I got over 200 no's and then I was offered a dog bathing position through somebody that, um, an affiliate church. So I started working at this dog grooming place, bathing dogs, had no idea, but I was like, if you show me one time, like I can do it. I bathed my dogs growing up. I'm sure I can figure it out, you know? So they gave me a chance. They're like, okay, we're just opening. We can pay you $200 a week. And I was like, cha-ching, like, yes, absolutely. Like, remember, I'm just a, like, just shy of 21 getting out of the penitentiary. So $200 a week to me is just like, wow, like banking, right? So I took the job. I bathed. Oh man, I loved it. I love bathing so much, but there's really no money in bathing. So then I found out how much groomers make and I was like, dang, I need a groom. So then I learned how to groom and started making more money. Well, then I started breaking down the commission and I'm like, if I'm getting paid 50% and you're getting 50% the company, but I'm doing all the work, I should just go make 100% of this. And then I don't have to work as hard as I'm doing only making 50%. So then boom, obviously I had the revelation of like, I just need to do this on my own. That was my first business venture. My first business under my own name uh, was my dog grooming business. And then of course that led into um, dog grooming training, people to become dog groomers out of incarceration and it's led into other things. The super cool thing though, that I always like to remember is that that $200 a week job has turned into being able to make me $2,000 a week. Some days, depending on what's going on, so forth and so on, $2,000 a day. And, you know, when you really sit and break that down, 
I was humble enough to take any position anywhere because I just needed to make money because I knew if I could just make money and get self-sustaining that then I could do more for myself. You know, sometimes we get so focused on the overall goal that we forget there's a lot of little steps in between. And those in-between steps, you might not get a pat on the back. And those in-between steps, you might not get a clap. And those in-between steps, you might not get an attaboy or at a girl, you know, but it's those in-between steps that are going to make you into who you need to be through this journey when you get to that goal. And I say that in saying that before I could ever open my own business, I had to follow so that I could lead. It doesn't matter if I was following bad leadership, hear me out. It doesn't matter if I was following the most perfect leadership. I needed to be able to follow an example to see what to do, what not to do, what works, what doesn't work on somebody else's dime on their safety net before I jumped out and did it for myself. So ultimately, that's why I have chosen entrepreneurship for myself. It's just something within me from childhood that I knew that I would. It's also me not wanting to work for somebody else. And if I'm going to work as hard as I do work personally, I want it to be for my own last name and my own legacy. I am no different than you, my loves. I promise. If I can come out of incarceration and have my own business, you can too. Not only do I have one business, but I have four businesses. Again, I am no different than you. If you want it, go for it. Standards will meet resilience, and we're going to talk about that. But it's worth going up against the resilience and the sacrifice for the life that you're creating. I love you, friends, and I can't wait to talk to y'all next week. so much again for coming back every week and spending part of your day with me. It truly means the absolute most. If you got anything from this episode, please, if you share it on your social media, tag me in it. You can find me at Facebook at Vanessa K. You can find me on Instagram at Crookface Influencer. Change the I in Influencer to a number one. And you can find me on TikTok at Vanessa K. You're also free to email me at Vanessa period hop at AOL.com. You can also find those things in the share, excuse me, (laughs) the show notes. If you haven't already, please subscribe, give me a like, give me a share, tag me on your social media, and I'll see you back here next week.